Welcome to Art Nature Science on the Binnaburra Cultural Landscape, the podcast that tells the story of the mountain's natural wonder through art making and exploring the creative spirit and celebrates the history and heritage of this magnificent World Heritage Area. My name's Michelle Walker and I'm joined today by Billy Shannon. Billy is a Brisbane-based visual artist whose work is heavily influenced and informed by his meditation practice. Billy's recent work involves perceiving and conveying the sentience of plant life, especially what is felt when one is immersed in such a forest as the one that surrounds Binnaburra Lodge. Hi, Billy. Welcome to the podcast. Hi there, Michelle. So you've got an art practice that's closely linked to your meditation practice. I think this is such an interesting topic and something that personally is relevant for me. Can you tell us a bit more about that? How did you come to find this way of working in your creative practice? Essentially, I feel that art is an expression of the forces that move around us and through us, the Dharma. Um, In this case, the sentience series started when I was in a Vipassana meditation course. It's a 10-day silent meditation retreat. I was walking in the forest about halfway through the course and looking up at the trees, and I suddenly was just stunned and just overawed by the sense that these must have intelligent life and communications between them. I mean, admittedly, in a 10-day silent meditation retreat where you're meditating between 10 and 17 hours a day, mm-hmm. pretty connected, <laughs> and um, also your imagination's going pretty wild. <laughs> but uh, it was also a question of like, what is sentience and why should animals, in our understanding of the nervous system, be the be-all and end-all of intelligence and, and communication. When you're like deep in a meditation, sometimes time seems to slow down. Like when you're painting or, or something like that, when you're deeply involved in your work. But in meditation, it's different because your work is just to observe. And when time slows, everything seems to overlap. All the feelings, and I could feel the, the breeze going through the trees, like the breath going in and out of my lung. I was just taken by the connectedness between what was outside and what was inside. My work's always on a multiple level. I work in a hundred or so layers of paint and varnish, often with different images overlaying each other. So I try to capture the sense of the multi-layered reality that I was feeling as I walked through the forest. So when you're in a meditation course, or for me personally, in this course, everything seemed to be vibrating. I suppose I was trying to express that in the work. Mm. So tell me when you actually had this sense when you're on your Vipassana retreat in Tasmania, what was it that you saw or you felt from the trees that you really wanted to express? Okay. It was the sense that they were passing messages. They Mm. They were leaning into each other and communicating. And Later on, I started to research this. I wanted to get something apart from my own feelings. I started to read people like Monica Gagliano, an Australian scientist. She wrote an excellent book called Thus Spoke the Plant. And Susan Simard, Finding the Mother Tree. Mm-hmm. And Martin Shell's Entangled Life, which more looking at fungi. But uh, they're all scientists exploring how trees communicate and how yep. trees don't feed each other. And the mother tree is generally the oldest tree in the forest. And she gives intelligence and her energy to the other trees around her. Like when the mother tree dies, she 
uh, passes all her energy to the other trees around her. Mm. In relation to the multi-layered aspects of my work, it also allows the viewer to bring what they have feeling and what they have, have found to the work. We all, we all kind of perceive things differently, colored by what we bring to each moment. Uh, and I think that the artwork is an interaction between what the viewer sees and what my concepts may be. And when you're walking in a forest, you're, not everybody experiences the same thing. We, you know, I could be walking next to somebody and I've had uh, certain things happening during the day or feeling, you know, ill or feeling fantastic. And I could perceive this uh, beautiful, you know, sort of shift in light and the scent of a tree, completely different emotions to the person standing next to me. But those scents that the trees are sending out mm. is part of their communication. They communicate both through the sense that is taken up through the leaves and also through the fungi underground. Yep. Uh, Isn't that fantastic? Like when I discovered that bit of information, and I don't know if you've seen Fantastic Fungi as a documentary slash piece of entertainment, but it's absolutely brilliant. And I... I just love this capacity that once we open our eyes to understanding the communication and the intelligence that's operating, what that can then do for us as humans and how we can expand our ideas about what's out there and what we can experience when we're in the forest. Absolutely. I actually tried to bring that into one of my paintings, which is simply called Sentience. It's actually the first of the series that was developed after the meditation course. Uh, and it's a view looking up into the trees and the trees kind of leaning into each other. It's one of my circular paintings. Um, but on the back of the painting, where the viewer doesn't see, uh, I've actually painted the fungal networks that go underground and all the Oh, how interesting. The unseen communication. Yeah, um, yeah. So I suppose... A few people would know, because the people who hang the painting or the owner. Person who buys it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, most people wouldn't perceive it. And that's kind of what we get when we're in a forest. where mm. We see what's in, within our perceptual range, um, but we can't see what's underground. It becomes part of the hidden story. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That you have to go looking for. So I know that you ran a workshop as part of the Art Nature Science program last year around this concept of sentient nature of trees. Tell us a bit more about that. Okay. Well, I, I was quite excited about going to Binnenburg and having the opportunity to explore further in the forests of Binnenburg by meditations and connectedness to the forest. During the workshops, I uh, brought some of my paintings with me uh, in showed the participants the work and explained to them how I came across this whole concept. And most of them were actually there for the meditative aspects of it because uh, my intention during the workshop was to talk about my art, but also lead a, a small meditation, uh, helping people to connect to the forest. You know, I think the majority of people that came to the workshop were already pretty connected to the forest. <laughs> But and they're all as many know. visitors to Binnabar are, they're well, connected to the forest of Leamington. I think it's almost impossible yeah. not to be when you're yeah. inundated by it. The three aspects of the workshop was one to you know show them the work, talk about my work, and 
next to talk a little bit about the research that this other scientists or the scientists have been doing. Uh, as I said, Monica Gagliano is a, virtually a local scientist. Mm. I mean, she lives in northern New South Wales. She was involved in southern Queensland in the science industries. And then I wanted to give a short meditation. I'm not a meditation teacher. I've, I've been practicing meditation for 35 years or something. And I meditate every day, but I'm not a person who can teach you meditation. I just wanted to help people slow down and mm -hmm. sense what was around them. And so we did a 10-minute guided meditation. It was interesting, the, the shift in the feeling before mm -hmm. the meditation yeah. and then afterwards. But then they wanted to have a second meditation afterwards. So we went outside and stood amongst the trees and and did another 10-minute uh, meditation. And that was very exciting. And, uh, mm. I loved uh, all the aspects of that. So uh, what is the artwork that's been emerging after the workshop that you ran at Binnabara? Tell us a bit more about that. Okay, well, I've continued the Sentience series. There's a rather large painting uh, called Mother Tree, which is ex exploring the, the life of the mother tree and the function of the mother tree in a forest and how... At the end of the mother tree's life, how she gives all her energy, all her intelligence back to the forest and back to all the plants, not just of her own species, but what we would consider to be competing species, mm. uh, because all species are important. So this is the one thing that's come out of it. The other thing is I've been starting to develop a visual book, which may or may not contain poetry. It relates to meditation and the opening up to the forest and an exploration of how through the meditative process we can feel and try to understand the secrets of the forest and how the forest is trying to connect to us and trying to connect to itself. And maybe we can get a little a glimpse into the intelligence of the forest. Mm. Uh, uh, the image that is related to the podcast is part of it. Uh, that's a sense of breathing and breathing in all the greenery of the forest, all the uh, fungi and all, you know, the, the scents that the trees are giving out um, and losing ourselves. Because sometimes in uh, meditation, the meditator disappears. We become nothing, really, and, and we just sense. But to try to express that in the painting, unless it's just white, it's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's a very interesting topic, isn't it, of of the sensory process, trying to put that into 2D. And in a way, I find there's a lot of parallels between that loss of self when you're meditating and also the loss of self when you're deeply involved in your art making. Yeah, exactly. You know, you'd be working or meditating and suddenly an hour or two has gone by, three hours has gone by. I think that this is such an interesting topic of the interweaving between our sense of ourselves and our spiritual practice, if that if we can call it that, and this relationship that we have with the trees and the forest and how pure that is in a place like Lamington National Park where there's not been a lot of human interference. And so you've been capturing an aspect of that that I think a lot of people feel when they visit. I, I think you can't help but feel the strength of the forest there. And as you say, the, the lack of human intervention. Each time I go there, and 
I hope to go there quite frequently, drinking in the forest and dreaming up ideas. And I think it's very healing for them to go to Lamington. Like the facilities at, at Binnaberg, I really enjoyed it. The fact there's these sort of short and long walks and mm. information there and you know, the artists work there. It's, I don't know, I, I found it to be quite exciting and stimulating. Sparked a whole pile of new work for me in a way. That's fantastic. Um, I love this concept. I've only recently, you know, in the last couple of years, bumped into this Japanese concept of forest bathing. But isn't that a magnificent concept that we don't have in English? We don't have a word for that. And yet we've been talking about it the whole time on this podcast episode and uh, and we've been experiencing it and it's been influencing our art and I just love the idea of forest bathing that you go and you stand in a forest and you are washed clean there's some aspect of our energetic renewal that occurs and yes that's true I think that is also electrical or energy in the forest so what the Buddhists would call dharma um, yeah it's just uh, energy that comes through the forest and it sort of takes away the tensions there's also i suppose i mean as you say forest bathing i think forest bathing is quite an opposite way to put it because it feels like you've just dipped mm. into this forest sea yeah <laughs> cleanse yourself and you always come out relaxed and kind of tired too because when you lose all that tension that you carry all the time there's this sort of sense of exhaustion yeah, that might but also be the 30 kilometres you just walked out to the border track or something. <laughs> I mean, I think that's one of the good things. You can go on these huge walks and be gone for days or you can dip your toe into the, the forest path. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> As we wrap this conversation up, Billy, I want to throw some rapid-fire questions at you. So the okay, idea yeah. is don't think, just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. If you had to sum up in a bar in one photo... What image comes to your mind? Oh, I think a deep green and tangled mossy warmth, something that you can just fall into. Mm. Not really a good photo, but it'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun activity. Yeah. What does it's art, good. nature, science mean to you? That's quite a fascinating thing because science and art have been connected since science and artists have been doing their thing. Everything is inspired by nature. Yeah. So this whole sentience work I've been developing has been like how to express the enormity of nature um, in a two-dimensional form, even if it's a really big canvas or it's a tiny book. It's uh, how do you get the whole world into a nutshell? So that's my next and last question in this rapid-fire question section is what's inspiring you right now in your art or in life? Well, I would say that it's the word that came to my mind as you were asking that question was breathing mm. uh, just breathing in and relaxing breathing in everything that I feel around me and trying to connect to everything else around me and try to heal and trying to heal myself and to heal our relationship to nature and each other mm. I think basically that's all my artwork all my life has been about and you just keep exploring and clarifying to make the healing more uh, palpable to people more mm. accessible to people and so, it's ours to do for ourselves first isn't it really as artists our job is to 
explore this topic of of healing ourselves so that we can be more present and more joyful. Yes, and that is also related to to our nature bathing, Mm. our forest bathing, by going into the forest and being able to connect all the little things that annoy you. It disappears because you have this enormity and you have, uh, like I was expressing, the Dharma or the uh, universal energy just pulsing through you and pulsing through the forest and giving us life. I find it's the sacred in the small. You know, I'll get completely enamoured by a new frond that's pinky red against all that green and I'll just completely want to dive in there with my camera and take photos. So it's that's the way that I find myself letting go of that stuff of life that might be stressful. So there's the enormity of the beauty of the forest, but there's also this incredible power of being drawn into the the sacred and the small. Yeah, Yeah, that for me is just beautiful. Okay, I need to wrap up today. So, Billy, how can people connect with you and your artwork? So you said your website is billyshannon.com. That's very straightforward. Do you use any social handles? Is there any other way people can get in touch with you? Yes, uh, well, Via my website, you'll see Facebook and Instagram. There's also email, which is just beaming at billyshannon.com. That's like, beaming as in a beaming ray yeah. of sunshine, beaming yeah. smile, beaming yeah. at yeah. billyshannon.com. I love that. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you for joining me today and talking about your artwork and the topic that you raised with your participants at the workshop last year. And we hope that we'll be able to see you up at Binnabar again sometime soon. Thank you so much, Billy. And thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Producers and the artists on this podcast acknowledge the traditional owners of the Binnabar area and Lamington National Park, the Yugambeh Language Group. We also thank Catherine Slingsby for the podcast theme music, an excerpt from her piece, Sweet Dream. 